Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Really good to be back. And today we're going to be talking about tax time. It's that time of year again, isn't it, when there's always a lot of excitement in the air because people are excited to think they could be getting some sort of a tax refund. So I thought we'd just really cover over, you know, some of the everyday stuff that you need to be ready for when you go and see the tax man, or sometimes people will do their tax return online. So I just wanted to give you a bit of an idea of what you need to have ready. I think one of the main thing is to make sure that you have everything that you need available when you do your tax return, whether that's online or going to see a tax agent. I think it's a really good idea to make sure that you've got all your documents really easily accessible. If you're going to see an accountant or a tax advisor and you go with your shoebox full of receipts, that is going to take them a long time. It's going to be a lot more expensive. So there's a lot of apps out there where you can actually upload your receipts nowadays because receipts actually do fade. I don't know if you've noticed that. I found a really old docket the other day and there was actually nothing written on it. It was ridiculous. So it doesn't last very long. So sometimes people take photos and upload them, all those kind of um, apps that you can use for that. But otherwise, just carefully putting things into folders, um, anything to do with, with anything that might be deductible. So Probably the things that you need to have available, especially if you're moving accountants, but possibly not if you're seeing the same person over and over again, but something like the copy of last year's tax return, any records of any sales or purchases of anything to do with shares or property or anything to do with your business. If you've got private health insurance, the details of that, of course, the details of your spouse and their income and any dependent children. Um, list all of your income, which also includes things like any rental income, any interest and dividends or any overseas income that might come in and also any expenses or work-related work expenses um, that you might be claiming or things like donations that you might be uh, donating to a charity. They are tax deductible. If you are educating yourself, then of course, if it's to do with your employment, you can actually claim those if your employer has not reimbursed you. And of course, managing your tax affairs is also tax deductible. 
things like income statements and Centrelink payments and private health insurance, you can download those, but usually they're available ready. I mean, when I went to the accountant last year, he had my um, income statement all waiting ready, had information about everything that I'd paid, my super, everything, because what we do now as employers, we have a single touch payroll and we actually file those tax reports all the way through the year. And so they're very much up to date. So that's actually very helpful. There's no waiting for your employer to write your income statement um, and because it will all be waiting for you there with your tax file number, which is great. Very, very helpful. So um, the other thing I want you to remember is the list of work-related expenses just just be very much aware of what you can claim. If you wear a uniform, you can claim the washing of that uniform, especially if it's got the logo on there. Um, so that is something. And every occupation actually has a list of specific um, things that they can claim for. Even things like your car expenses, working from home, you know, those types of things. The world we live in is very different than it was a few years ago. And a lot of people are choosing to work from home two or three days a week and then going into the office. So all of your costs incurred for being at home or setting up an office, um, make sure you you uh, do talk to your tax agent about that because there are things in there that you can claim. Um, when it comes to car expenses, usually you will have um, to have taken note in a logbook of how much you use your car. Now, if you just use your car to get from home to work, not really tax deductible. But if you're going between, so if you're if you're a carer, for instance, and you go between house, house to house to different clients, then of course you can claim your mileage there. So it's a good idea to keep a logbook. Um, if you are um, using your car for work purposes. So maybe you are required to go and post the mail or go and do the banking. Then you can log uh, what how much you're using your vehicle for that then. Things like your mobile phone. Lots of people don't want to carry more than one mobile phone and they end up using their own mobile phone. So if you use your own mobile phone for work-related calls, then you should be able to claim some of that too. So any equipment that you might have purchased for work or if you've got subscriptions to certain magazines that help you with your job, then they are usually tax deductible. If you take any courses that are to help you with your job to further your education and make you a more valued employee, then they are usually tax deductible. But of course, if your employer has already paid for them, then they're not tax deductible. You haven't actually been out of pocket. So if they're not been reimbursed, they usually are claimable. So when it comes to actually putting your tax return in, it can be a very simple process. And I know that a lot of times people will just choose to go online and um, will actually uh, lodge their tax return online. And it's very quick and very simple. And if you do do that, then you need to be making sure that that is uploaded onto the system by the end of October, I think it is. Yes, October, 31st of October, I think it is. Um, and But if you go and see an accountant or a tax agent, you can usually have a bit more of an extension than that. So remember this year as well that, um, and, and actually I will just say on that 
in that regards. If you do have a certain amount of claimables that you find are a little bit out of the ordinary, it's a bit more complicated than normal, then it might be better to go and actually go and see a tax agent or a tax accountant because um, they are very fluent and very much up to date with what you can claim. And sometimes by doing it yourself, you miss that. So it can be worth actually paying a little bit extra and claiming um, everything that you can. And then, of course, this year, we also have access to those low to middle income earner tax offsets. So if you are a low income earner and you have earned thirty seven and a half thousand or less, then you should be entitled to that full offset of seven hundred dollars. If you are a low to middle income earner and you have um, earned less than 37000 then you're also entitled to 255 Of course, if you've earned less than the actual um, non-taxable income threshold, which is around about the 18000 mark, then you won't get anything because you've not paid tax. So, of course, you have to pay tax in order to get a tax refund. Um, lots of people do actually stumble on that. They wonder why they're not getting anything. But if you actually haven't paid any tax, then you can't get a tax refund. So make sure that you access those um, tax offsets that you're allowed to do as well. So if you can get both of them, then you've got around 955 coming in, which is a very good thing to be able to access. Fantastic. The other thing to remember is when you get your tax return, what are you going to do with it? Now, this is a bit of a challenge to some people. And what I've seen in my work over the years is that people can actually fall into a bit of a hole. And I'm sure I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I am going to mention it again. I hope it don't sound like a broken record. But sometimes when we know tax time is coming, we will commit to buying something that is going to cost us around about how much tax return we're going to get. And then sometimes what happens is we go and see the tax agent and we're told exactly how much we're going to get. And unfortunately, people forget that they've already bought something for the tax return already and they go and organise something else. And then when the actual cheque comes in or money is deposited into our account, then they spend it again. So I have known people spend their tax return three times that on the, you know, they go off and do it thinking they're going to get a tax return. Secondly, they do it again when they've been to see the tax agent and they know they're going to get a tax return. And thirdly, when the money appears in their bank account, they will spend it again. That is ridiculous because if you get a $500 tax return, you may have ended up spending about $1,500 and you've got yourself in a worse position than you could have been by having that money come in and utilize it really well. So what I would urge you to do is wait until the money appears in your bank account and then if you want to, you can spend it. But let's talk a little bit about where you could actually spend that money. I think a really good use of the tax return is to pay it off any debt that you may have. If you have got credit card debt, definitely pay it off that because the amount of interest you are paying on those credit cards is huge and you will save a lot of money. If you have a personal loan, if it is worth your while paying that off, then do so. If you're not um, penalised for doing that, definitely do that. Mortgages, yes, pay them off because you will save on the amount of interest you are paying. And that is definitely worthwhile. The other things you can do with it are things like putting it into your super. 
as an after-tax contribution. So you're not taxed within your super and it will help with your long-term retirement funds. You might want to think of investing the money. So you could either buy some shares if you understand the share market and you want to set up a bit of a portfolio, then why not use that money to inject in that? You can also use it to improve yourself. Why not do a course that you've been wanting to do for a while and invest the money into your own personal education? That's a great use of of the money. Or you could actually donate it. There's so many needs out there at the moment in our communities where people are struggling and there's some great organisations that look after uh, people in our community that's struggling really, really well. So you could also think about donating it. And of course, you can split it up. So you could spend a third, save a third and pay a third off your debt. I will often say that to people in the past because there's often that sense of, oh, this is exciting. I want to reward myself. What about that thing I've always wanted to do? Well, why not? But use some of it to actually pay down debt or to be to your advantage. So there we go. It is tax time again. Don't get too excited. Think very clearly about what you're doing. And above all else, make sure you wait until that money is in your bank account before you decide what to do with it. And of course, have a think about using a tax agent. If the lines have become a little bit blurry with regard to am I using my mobile phone more than I normally would with me working from home a bit more, what can I actually claim? And I've actually been using my car. If the lines have started to get a bit blurry between what you are using for work and what you're not, it might be a good idea to see a tax agent just this year and see what happens. Remember, their fees are tax deductible. And um, yeah, you can always inquire about what the fees are going to be before you go so that you know what you're in for. And usually if it's a fairly easy tax return, it won't be that expensive. So it might be worth doing that. Have a think about it anyway. Anyway, there you go. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the month. Happy new financial year for the 1st of July. And I will talk to you again next week.